Welcome to Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. Each episode, we discuss a different photography subject. With my co-host Terry, we just try to make sense of some of the things we love about photography and some of the things that we don't love as much. Come join us. Well, Terry, welcome to uh, this edition of Photo Mission Focus. Um, Today we're going to be asking, are online tasking apps devaluing photography? What do you think? I think they can. They are. Yes, they are. They are. They're they're lowering the price of, um, I guess, people's expectation for professional photography. Uh, It's creating, uh, also creating an avenue for non-professionals to, what would you call it? They're kind of like skylarking as photographers. I think think the biggest problem is you don't know what quality you're getting. What you're going to get. And I think the thing about it is I've I've looked at a few of these apps and and that's what got me interested because I was curious on how much they charge and the the prices they're charging and the prices that people are offering, it's not sustainable to run a business. Mm -mm. You can't can't be insured and run a business and do all these things and deliver a, a professional product at the prices that I'm seeing out there. Yeah, it would be completely unrealistic for anyone to think that they can make a living from from this kind of platform. Um, I think all these online platforms, like you know, if we take you know the um, rideshare platforms, yes. yeah, a lot of those people they're not doing it as a profession; they're doing it to earn some extra money. Like yes. it's it's kind of like a you know, it's like the second job type of yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. And I think for people who you know rideshare drive a car, get a license, that's pretty easy. You know pretty much what you're going to get if you get in an Uber or something like that. So mm. It's going to be, you know, um, that. Photography is one of those subjects where it's not not everyone can take a photo. No, no, you, you're definitely right there. So you, you're potentially getting someone who doesn't have any experience. They may not have professional equipment. As you say, they're not insured. So you're potentially going into a situation where you're not covered by insurance and they're not covered by insurance. There's public liability things to think about um so many things so many things and then you also don't know the value like not the the value I guess but you don't know what you're going to get the end product it's almost a buyer beware situation I think consistency yeah absolutely you know you're going to see sometimes like and we were talking just before we started the podcast about phones and you know you can take reasonable picture on a phone yes quite frightening and but but the trouble about it is um it's being consistent. It's yeah. trying to take those pictures and make them look good every time. Yes. Um, so it kind of it kind of worries me that we're kind of going down a path, and these things they call it disruptive, you know, um, technologies where mm. the taxi industry has been basically destroyed by yes. rideshare. Yes, and I'd have to say that it, that these types of apps, if they become a popular form for people to engage in photographic services I, I do feel that they are going to make a dent in professional photography as um as a profession because it's taking work away from people who have worked hard people who have paid a lot of money to maintain their equipment um, to maintain their businesses it's it's really disappointing to see that there's there's platforms like this available I think what happens is what people don't realize is that when when you get a professional photographer there's there's been a lot of water under the bridge. Yes. So they've shot a lot of stuff. Yes. Um, and they've been in a lot of different situations. Yes. And you can you can teach someone the settings on a camera. So you can sit sit someone down with a new camera and you can go through and you can talk about 
all the different options on how this camera will work and that type of stuff. You can teach people that. Mm-hmm. That's something, you know, easy. Mm. But then when you give that camera to someone and says, okay, we're going to throw you in this really low light situation, mm-hmm. that's when people struggle because they don't know how to deal with it. Absolutely. I, I sadly in the start of my career didn't know how to handle those those particular types of situations and did come quite unstuck very quickly and realised that I needed to take on further education to learn how to adapt in those situations to be a professional. And you can end up with some pretty shoddy pictures and you could expect something that's not that much. Yep. So what, what people are actually buying when they're buying a professional photographer, you're buying that experience yes. because you've been there, done the hard yards, mm-hmm. worked out what you need to do to get the images, you know, correctly exposed in poor, yes. poor light. Yeah. You're also potentially paying for someone if you're in a scenario where there's lots of people around, you're paying for someone who knows how to communicate effectively. You're paying for someone who knows how to adapt in any environment to get the right results. There's so many elements that you're paying for that come with being a professional photographer. You're paying with someone who may have researched the environment that they're going into so that they know what to expect. Um, There's so much involved in going into a professional photography job that that people really don't understand and that's that's the danger of, of committing to these services and not having someone that values the industry come to do a job for you. Yep, and I think the, the trouble is um, people will get the images and pay for them and then they'll just use them because they've bought them and they mightn't be really up to scratch but yeah. because they've got them and they go, well, I'm not going to go and redo it. Yeah, and is it a true if they've they've engaged in this for their business? Is it a true representation of their brand? You know, does it reflect the quality of business that they want to attract? These are questions that they need to ask themselves when they're engaging in in subpar work. Um, is it going to be quality enough to to gain extra work for themselves? You well, know? look, a good a good picture can make your business look really. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, a yes. Ba- a bad picture can do the same. It can make yes. your business, you know, people look at it and go, oh, really? I don't yeah. Think I, yeah. Yeah, you could be attracting the wrong type of client if, you're bus- if your photographs aren't reflecting your brand or your business effectively. Well, why, why do you think um, people are leaning towards, you know, looking at finding these things, cheaper way of doing it? Is, is it, you know, is it just they're not that educated or they're just not really <laughs> understanding what they're purchasing or I feel it's a combination of a few different elements I think that it is potentially a lack of education a lack of knowledge of what's involved in in engaging in a professional service such as a photographer Um, I think it's also we have access to electronic and technical equipment all the time with our phones and we just assume that it's quite easy to take a photograph that looks professional we don't really understand what's involved in getting it to the end goal I guess as per the say when you take a photograph they just Lots of people do actually assume, assume now that, you know, the latest and greatest iPhone, you can take photos of anything. That might be good enough for your Instagram account, but it's not necessarily good enough for your website or to print out um, or to use for flyers or anything like that that you need for a professional environment. It's definitely not good enough for your wedding. Yep. Definitely not good enough for, for family photographs or anything like that. So I don't, I don't encourage anyone to... Well, one, one thing I'll just throw out there is that quite often... Um, you know, businesses will grow mm-hmm. and, and you may go and pay someone and get some pictures that really reflect your business mm-hmm. quite well. But if they've been shot on a, you know, um, piece of equipment that 
allows you to put them up on the web, that's fine. Yes. But let's say your business goes really well to the point where you go, oh, look, I'd like to build, I've got this yeah. image, I'd like to put a billboard. Yeah, you may not have the quality of photograph that you're chasing for that. Yeah. So you may, like as you say, you may have these amazing images that you've paid for through whatever application um, and, yeah, they're just, they're not high enough resolution or they just don't have the right quality. They might not be sharp enough. They might not have the right detail you're after. Yeah, anything looks good on an iPhone screen. Sure does. You can sharpen those, <laughs> those pictures. But you know, think about it. If you if you did have to put it on a billboard, yeah, um, that yeah. image then may not stack up. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. Yeah, you need to have the quality. You need to have the resolution. There's um, particular ways that you can edit an image so that you can enhance those things. You got, but you got to start with something That's solid, exactly solid right. foundation. Yeah, though. yeah, absolutely. Or else you you like not to get too technical, but you would lose. Things like your highlights and your shadows and your dynamic range in your images wouldn't be there if you weren't using equipment that was of professional standard. And that, yep. I guess that kind of comes back to, to having good gear and understanding your gear as yep. well. So it's really for those you know, people who, who look at, say, using one of these apps to get you know, the um, pictures taken for their business yeah. or um, you know, even, I mean, dare say... Dare say it's going to eat into the wedding industry at some oh, stage. It already has. I have to say it has. I've seen jobs on these particular apps asking for wedding photographers and the price that people are putting up there to do it is just, it's not sustainable at all. Yep. And I, I think what you've what you got to look at is is when you break down any any person that is going to come and do a professional job for you mm. and whether it be a plumber or electrician or mm. a carpenter or something that's going to come around and do something, mm. Um People will happily pay, you know, the hundreds and hundreds of dollars they'll charge you to do a job mm. because they think, oh, well, he's, he's a professional. Like, yeah. You know, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. And it's really no different for a photographer. No. No. Know? I absolutely agree with you. Yeah, you, you're definitely better to pay someone who has the, the educational background to know what they're doing, whether it be on the job training or... Tertiary studies. Yeah. I mean, most people wouldn't be comfortable if their neighbours said to them, oh, don't worry, I, I can come and wire up your fans for you or you put a new power point and go, are you an electrician? And go, oh, no, but it can't be that hard. Yeah. And so, so why do we feel so comfortable When a guy applying, come, someone yeah. someone says, oh, yeah, look, you know, I can I can shoot your wedding for you. Um, and they've got, you know, the entry-level yeah. DSLR camera from one of the local retailers. And they let them do it. Or I can take your business shots for you. I can do your headshots or, you know, I can take your family pictures. You'll just have to get them done again if you're not happy. You really will. And if you're, you're in, an, like, in a situation where you can't do that again, you're pretty stuffed. And look, one of the things I've, which has just made me think about it, and, you know, and we have talked about this before, about when you first start out yeah. and, you, and you start shooting, after a period of time you go back and look at your old work and you realise where you've gone wrong. Yeah, absolutely. But it takes a couple of years to do that. Absolutely. So so by buying someone of experience, yeah. you basically know when the shot's working and when it's not working. Yeah. Um on the back of the camera. So you go, yep, that's that's that one'll work, this'll work, that'll work. So yep. you're reshooting. Someone who's of lesser experience takes the shots. They won't know. And then they get back onto their computer and oh. and then they go, Oh, I don't know how to make this right. Yeah, they can't make it right. The amount of times that I've seen in forums where people have made errors 
of, you know, technical errors while they've been on a job. Yep. And they're asking questions about how to fix particular aspects of those images yep. because they have made those mistakes. How do, how do I make the eyes in focus again <laughs> in post? You don't, you can't. <laughs> Can I just Photoshop me yeah. off of one of the Kardashians or something? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> they're the types of things that you do get asked and you do get asked things like I've blown out the highlights or there's no shadows or there's no detail. What can I do? I've shot it in JPEG instead of RAW. Help me. And it's like, no, you've you've made a really bad mistake. Yeah. And look, I think, unfortunately, we're going to see these apps for, you know, doing just about everything. Yeah. And I mean, and, and some of those apps are really great. So if you had some rubbish around the house that you'd accumulated, you need to get rid of. Yes. Yep. Fantastic. You know, get onto one of your local apps and pay a guy yep. 25 bucks to throw it in the back of his ute and take it away. That's... But would you would you engage in someone who was advertising that they were a doctor on well, one of those apps? Well, no, that's right. You wouldn't. You wouldn't <laughs> say, "Oh, look, I just you know, you know, I need my back looked at." Do you reckon you can just yeah. maybe do some adjustments? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it is actually. It's devaluing the industry in in just a short word. Yes, it is. Yeah, and, and I think the thing is, um, what people need to be mindful of with um, you know, with these apps is that. If they get traction in the marketplace, in the photography marketplace, the losers are the consumers. And consumers yeah. in the end, because as you get professional photographers, if, if they can't make money at it, what are they going to do? Yeah, we're not going to photograph anymore. And I tell you what, there's some of us that are even starting to think not to because of what's happening. What's happening? Yeah. I mean, the industry's in that very fluid state at the moment. It is. Te- technology's in other areas is putting pressure on on the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, things like these apps we're talking about are putting pressure on the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, it's kind of one of those hard ones that I wish I had the answer to say to the industry, this is what you need to do to fix it. Yeah, and I think I think we need to be proactive about it as well and just start educating our our customers and the people that are coming to us for for jobs. We need to be educating them on what's involved in in how we go about doing our job so that they understand the value and therefore it's like it's kind of like a snowball effect yeah i think that to me that's the only way i can think of to combat this in in the short term is that that we as photographers need to stand up and just say we're not happy with this it kind of makes me worried because if you look if we go back to say the ride share um the taxi industry have lost this one yeah unfortunately unfortunate. i feel sorry for people who's spent Enormous amount of money getting a taxi license. Absolutely. Right? Only for someone to come along basically in their Hyundai or Corolla and be able to be a taxi. Yeah. And not have to spend all this money on getting a license. And the same thing is happening to us as photographers. In the wedding industry is a really good example. You know, we, 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 we structure our prices so that we can um, we can pay our insurance, that we can upgrade our gear, we can afford to pay ourselves for travel, we can afford to give ourselves a wage. And then we are often now losing our jobs from someone who doesn't have a registered business, who's just doing it on the side for a bit of fun, and um, they're charging half the price. They're not yep. valuing themselves. I think the wedding industry is a really good one to think about. Mm. If you look at the components, so... If you're getting your wedding cake made, you're probably not going to get Betty Smith down the street on an app to make your wedding cake. You're probably going to go and get someone who makes wedding cakes mm. professionally. Mm-hmm. Similarly with um, the flowers, you're yeah. probably not going to get someone go. You put them on a on a 
tasking app and say, hey, can someone put a couple of bouquets together for me? I think we could find it, though. I bet, yeah, we can find those I'm, jobs. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm guaranteeing that there'll be, there'll be someone on there looking for it. Yeah. But the thing is, again, the quality's not going to be there. And, no. And then once they've delivered the product... You're going to be so unhappy. And, and, and this is the thing with any any photography event like a, a birthday or a wedding or something, it's a one-off event. Yeah. You get, it's a one-shot. Yep, that's exactly right. Once it's gone, it's gone. You're not mm. going to go reshoot it. It's just not possible to reshoot it. Mm-mm. So you need someone who walks in 100% confident, knows how to do the job. And the other thing which we haven't touched on is that we're a lot of people who've got lesser skill is just managing all the people. Absolutely. I've seen many, many instances, not just in the photography, in um, wedding photography, sorry, but where photographers don't necessarily have that skill to communicate with people and they do flounder a little bit. It can be quite quite nerve-wracking for them if you've got to deal with a large crowd or you've got to interact with with multiple people on different different kind of demographical levels levels and you don't quite know how to communicate with people it can be really really daunting yeah yep and those types of things can take time away from your job they can take they can add extra pressure on yourself so it's they're just those little things that just make it a little bit easier if you've got that background knowledge and understanding i think the other thing too is like if you're getting photography done as you know what i call milestone photography yeah those things usually go into, you know, your family. It's about your family. So it's like mm-hmm. your family album, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And, and look, albums used to be, you know, every family used to have the photo album and all that type of stuff. And, yeah. But those images obviously get used differently today because they, you know, a lot of them are kept uh, digitally and not Absolutely. printed. But some people do print some images. I think that's where we we run the risk now too of losing those valuable family memories bound in a book. It is true, yeah. There's so many times where you might lose the contents of your phone and those memories are gone because yeah. they were only captured digitally on your phone. And and, and look, the thing about it is, um, you know, you get someone who comes in on a you know a task and do, does the photos for you. Chances are they probably, once they've done them, they'll probably delete them. Yes, that's a really good point, actually. I didn't even consider that. They're not mm. going to archive those images. They're not going to spend money on doing that and that's yep. what... We as professionals, we do. We do. Well, it's your stock. Yeah, we archive, we double batch, we keep everything on backup. It's so if someone's come to you and said, oh, Terry, you shot my wedding last year and you wouldn't believe it, um, the house got flooded, Yeah. everything our photos were on was destroyed, what can we do? Yeah. You know, may not, they may not have those anymore. They might not be around. Yes. Yeah. And I deleted think that, them. So I think they're, they're the questions that you've got to ask a photographer is say, okay, um, how do you back stuff up? Mm. If I, you know, if I need another copy of this, how long are you going to keep them for? And then maybe I start to understand that the person maybe hasn't thought of those mm. things through because the professional will th- have already done all that because mm-hmm. you've done it so many times previously that you've you know the drill. Yeah, and there's so many aspects on any kind of job that that we have just a little bit of knowledge about that we can provide advice on like how long would you need us for yeah like to take to photograph particular things because as a consumer you might you might think you only need 20 minutes or half an hour of photography for for what you're wanting to achieve but speak to a professional you might need less you might need more yeah there's so many well variables. the other thing the other thing too which um we had a photographer on 
on the other podcast and we're talking about um, they talk about the time of day like for weddings and trying mm. to when people might be choosing to have a wedding in the middle of the day and mm. say well look, that's fine you can have your wedding in the middle of the day but the pictures are going to have a particular look to them because Absolutely. the light's so harsh and we can't we can't manage the light yeah whereas if you as a photographer can say well well if you have an option to move the wedding to this time mm. that you're going to have more pleasing images mm. um, especially if they're going to be all outdoors yeah yeah beach weddings are, are quite quite complicated for those reasons if they're in the middle of the day it's full sun people are squinting and, and what, what does sand do oh great reflector it's, yeah incredible <laughs> and if it's windy it's all in your face and it's blowing everywhere so that that, that comes back from ha- having knowledge um from someone who's done it many many times yes. before where someone has maybe if they're doing it as a you know on an online app or something that they may think oh that's pretty easy I can use this camera I can do yeah, it yeah not have that experience so yeah because we're not saying that these apps are bad because they, they they have some really good purpose like there's yeah. some good things that you can actually do but maybe photography falls into the category of of you know something like you're not going to go on Airtasker and just ask someone to do like you said before a doctor you're not going to yeah. ask them come and do some procedure on you yeah and i think if anything if if you're prepared to spend money in in one of these applications to engage in a photographer you just need to understand that you're not going to get the quality that you would from a professional yeah so i think i think the less people that that you know engage in that or i think people understand what they're getting it's going to be better for for the professionals out there yeah so i think this one we're going to call it that um i think for photography it's not a great fit. No, please stop it. <laughs> That's all I can say. All right. Well, thanks, Terry, and I um, hope uh, everyone enjoys this episode of Photo Mission Focus. Um, come join us for the next episode, and um, happy shooting, Terry. Excellent. Thanks, Steve. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Photo Mission Focus, discussing photography. If you enjoyed the show today, please leave a comment. Or if you have a suggestion for a subject for our next show, also leave that in the comment as well. Thanks for listening.